what's up with you? And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I'm Afis, and with me as always is Devin. And we are about to talk about Super Showdown. We're going to do a recap of the show. Um, it's been a, a little bit since they did the show. We've had some time to kind of yeah. collect our thoughts. And, you know, some of the raw emotion from the show is kind For of yeah. down. And Birthday hangover. That's the reason why we took a little little break. That's but it right. came back last week. But, you know, your boy had a birthday turning to young 35. So I was celebrating with that, which, you know, by the way, shout outs to the people that showed me some love, especially you two, you know, show me some birthday love. So I appreciate it, man. So definitely appreciate the thoughts and love. Yeah, you're welcome, man. You're welcome, man. Happy, happy birthday. Belated at this point now, you know, right. but, you know, happy birthday again. Um, definitely, definitely want to celebrate you for that for sure. Um, yeah, man. And then <laughs> I guess, yeah, now we got to transition to Super Showdown. So And this happened. Oh, man. Um, yeah, on a Thursday. On a Thursday, you know, Super Showdown. It's funny. I mean, just to give a little backstory. So I, I did not get to see it live. Um, and some of the things that were happening during Super Showdown got spoiled for me uh, while I was at work. And I, I just my reaction right away was of probably a lot of people's reaction, even, you know, who, whether you watched or not, was like jaw dropping. Like, really? What? What's going on? Um, and then I had to just watch it to really take in fully what it, what I was hearing. So this was, uh, uh, there were a lot of emotions going on, you know, just like hearing about what was happening and, and, and some of the shocking, uh, twists and turns of the show and not in a good way, you know, uh, sometimes twists and turns can be good and it's entertaining. Yeah, it and, can, but here it was, man, man, the turn for the worse, my friend. You well, know, let me. Well, no, I was going to say, go I, well, let me let me go through the the rundown of the card and we'll we'll kind of just have a general discussion about the show. So we'll do it that way just to kind of, you know, get it all out in there. What exactly happened? And then we can kind of talk about our general thoughts. So uh, the first matchup, I think it was in their pre-show matchup. They had uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus the Viking Raiders. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson actually won beating the Viking Raiders again um, for the Saudi show. I think they beat them at Crown Jewel to become the best tag team in the yeah. world. So, you know, they, they are they have, undefeated in Saudi. Yeah, and they're the best tag team in the world as far as Saudi is concerned. They have never seen them lose, and they keep beating the Viking Raiders in that show. So that's interesting. Um, we had the Tuwake Mountain Trophy gauntlet match. Um, which, yeah, this was interesting. Uh, all what? the competitors, let's say we had Truth, we had um, Bobby Lashley, we had uh, Andrade, we had AJ Styles, and then we were supposed to have Rey Mysterio, but there was some shenanigans going on with Rey Mysterio getting jumped in the back by Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Um, and so we had a change towards the end of that matchup. Um, just to take a step back, uh, basically, the matchup became, you know, our truth comedy. He's going to fall into and accidentally win and beat Bobby Lashley and beat Andrade by knocking heads with him and falling on top of him. But then finally got taken out by AJ Styles. Then it's AJ waiting for Ray. The, the OC are taking out Ray. AJ Styles is like, hey, you know, let's, uh, you know, ring the bell or it's a forfeit. They, then they announced they were going to do a 10 count. To, and if, if Rey Mysterio can show up, then AJ Styles was going to take home the 2-8 trophy. And before the referee could get to 10, 
Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson get beat up, and we see The Undertaker's boots. And The Undertaker comes out. Yeah. And By the, the way, Undertaker- which I thought we was going to see, that's it. You know, just the, the figure of Undertaker or this, the coat, the wardrobe, whatever. And that said, I didn't know we were going to get an actual Undertaker. Well, I knew we were going to. He can't just do that and then not do anything. But well, I, I thought maybe saying. they couldn't get Undertaker for Saudi. So maybe it was just a, a like a, a stand in, like a fill in. We're just going to have somebody just put on the Undertaker jacket. We're not going to show him, but just wow. show him, show him just walk, you know, just yeah. a wannabe, just walk across the camera. I'm like, okay, I Dude, get there's, it. There's, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like there's no way. There's no way you can get away with that. Like, you show Undertaker, you tease Maybe Undertaker you in Saudi, any way. Apparently. Oh, man. No. The, Saudi, the, the prince, the Saudi prince is paying for this show would be, I would think he would be irate. Like, somebody's in trouble if Undertaker doesn't show up and he paid for that. So, I figured as soon as I saw the boots, I'm like, he's there. You know, he was at the last uh, the, the last show as well against uh, Goldberg. And, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. So, he came out. He didn't take off his, his jacket. He didn't take off his hat. He Choke slammed AJ Styles, beat him one, two, three. He wasn't even in the matchup, and now he is the two wake trophy gauntlet match winner. Okay, stand we'll- right next to it proudly. <laughs> we'll get into it. I'm gonna keep going through this card. I just want to get all the all the context out of the way, I'm just, man. And we just can- putting that little tidbit in there. What? All right, no. <laughs> <laughs> we had. The Miz and John Morrison versus the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and the Miz and Morrison won the championship. So interesting uh, turn there. We got the new Tag Team Champions for SmackDown. Uh, we had Angel Garza versus Humberto Carrillo in uh, in I don't know. This is the second or third matchup in their in their rivalry so far. Can't remember, but Angel Garza wins again. I feel like he has not lost to Humberto Carrillo at all. So he won that matchup. We had the Raw Tag Team Championship matchup between Seth Rollins and Murphy against or Seth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. And Seth Rollins and Murphy did retain in that matchup. Uh, we had the unstoppable, the unbeatable, the invincible Manzoor yes. versus Dolph Ziggler. And of course, hey, he's unstoppable. I mean, he's basically Undertaker yeah. when it comes to Saudi. You know, this he's is his, his WrestleMania. Bruh, he has like no- a shield, an unbreakable shield that no one cannot touch or break through. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen ever. No. Man, <laughs> ever, yes. Unsurprisingly, dominated Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> dominated, <laughs> continuing his undefeated streak. Yes, man. Well, like, so who's we'll- next? <laughs> who's next? Oh boy, uh, we had. This wasn't even a match. Brock Lesnar defending the championship it wasn't, against man. <laughs> this was. I, we're, we'll we'll go into this one in detail. We're for gonna sure. get into that too. Oh boy, Brock Lesnar well, completely wasted time with that one. <laughs> Hulk versus Loki matchup, basically just ragdolled Ricochet. Just flawless. Yeah. Oh yeah, flawless victory. <laughs> beating and re- beating Ricochet to retain. The WWE Championship. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Still cage match. Roman Reigns won. No one cares. Hopefully this is over. Um, we really probably won't even talk about that one much. We just both hope that that match is over. So, you know, that is what it is. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship. Bayley versus Naomi. First ever title matchup. Uh, women's title matchup in Saudi. Um, you know, Solid match overall, but uh, Bailey did retain, beating Naomi. Um, and then the main event of the evening: Goldberg versus the Fiend, the undefeated Fiend Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. About I don't know, we're a month away from WrestleMania. We're a month away. Yeah. Well. Just about a little up, look by me a little bit under. I guess plans have changed because we thought that Roman Reigns was getting ready to go against the Fiend. And Vince McMahon said, uh uh-uh, uh, that ain't gonna happen. Uh, I gave y'all Kofi last year. <laughs> I gave y'all Kofi. I gave you Kofi. I gave you Seth Rollins. I gave you Becky Lynch. Yeah. I'm getting this enough one is enough. Is enough. This is my <laughs> WrestleMania. Yes. I'm getting my, my heavyweights back. <laughs> and sure enough, 
Goldberg beats The Fiend to become the new Universal Champion. So we can all expect Goldberg to be a part of SmackDown. He's going to be there every week. He's going to defend the title. He's going to be a fighting champion. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. No, okay. All right. Reality is, yeah, he's he's there just because WrestleMania is around the corner and they want Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Okay, let's just get right into this because that's the whole card, and I, I just been you know wanting to get through that so we can get all the context of the show out before I just because I'm not even sure what I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna go off you, off you know what? off the chest. I can't even say that I'm upset because you kind of just mentally prepared me for this. <laughs> like throughout the weeks of this show, Man. you mentally prepared for me for the fiend to lose <laughs> to some asinine way. <laughs> I just and you and, and you were correct in your foreshadowing. I said the fiend is dead. Like, I did. I when said I saw what dead. I saw, I'm yeah. like, I can't get, I can't get even mad. I can't even rage. I can't even get a rant yeah. because I was mentally prepared for this. Oh boy! And that's what you did for me. So I thank you, my good friend. I hey, thank you I, for that. Because I could have been in here just any other podcast ranting about all the, you know, all the the creative control, what's going on, la da 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 da. But I was like, you know what? I'm not really upset about this because I knew this was coming. Well, I, I'm I, I appreciate that, and I'm happy one of us feels that way <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> on this side of the podcast, I even though I told you that you know I felt like the Fiend character was dead, and they had just basically been doing everything with the Fiend. I feel like in terms of the the build up and how they've been you know booking the Fiend, like it was it's just been all wrong since the Finn Balor matchup. Like you know he's just there's just been too much of the Fiend and all that. I still felt like when I when I heard the news that Goldberg had beaten the Fiend, I was still shocked. I was actually still shocked. I felt like it could it was one of those things that yeah, it could happen, you know, ha ha ha, you know, you kind of joke about it like, <laughs> oh yeah, Goldberg will beat the Fiend. This is surely, you know, right. this is a Vince McMahon kind of thing. Four spears and a jackhammer. <laughs> right. Exactly. Four spears and a jackhammer. Sure, yeah, I could see it, but I wouldn't think that they'd be crazy enough to actually go through with it. Like, in my heart, in my head, I'm thinking, but they really won't do it. Even though I could see them doing it, they really won't do it. And they did it. They actually did it. And to see, like, I feel like even the crowd at Saudi, as much as they love Goldberg, was shocked. Like, because that crowd there, they 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 go with, like, all of the stuff. Yeah, you know, pretty much a hot crowd every time. Yeah. They, they, whatever WWE's feeding them, man, they, they're enjoying it. They're just there to enjoy themselves, and that's fine. And for, for us here that, you know, like, I mean, hardcore fans, we look at it, and we get pissed off, and we're saying, like, oh, why is this happening, that happening? But that crowd, they're, they're just having a good time, and that's cool. That crowd, I felt, was a little bit shocked by what they had just seen. They were like, wait a minute. Really? Goldberg just won? <laughs> for real? God, it barely did a jackhammer to this guy? Oh my God! I mean, I don't even think the details of the match really matter. We kind of that we kind of knew. Hey, this was gonna be a short matchup one way or another. You know, probably no selling happening. And then you know, I thought the Fiend was just gonna end up beating him, right? I thought so too. I thought he was just gonna eat those spears or eat eat the jackhammer. No sell it. All right, we'll move on. Goldberg, you gave it your best shot. Now you just ride off to the sunset. Yeah. But no, we got other plans. We got, hey, you can be the face of the company, 50-year-old Goldberg. Hey, you can't do a full jackhammer? Cool, it's, it's cool, whatever. Nobody's going to care. We just need you. Oh. We're going to build you for Roman for WrestleMania, all right? Here we are. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just, I'm still trying to process it. Like, you, like you just, what you just said you're going to be the face of the company. 50-year-old Bill Goldberg is going to be the face of the company right now. Like, what? What? It, it just it just doesn't, like, compute in my brain that that's the decision that they made. Uh, like, uh, And let's get into this real quick. Somebody can say, well, what about AEW? What about Chris Jericho? That's a different type of... No, that's completely... Different type of athlete. He still can wrestle. He can still tell a good story. We talk about Bill Goldberg. Who who's who's limited in his prime? 
now who who can't even lift a guy fully in its in its finishing move you know that's that's we, we, we that's comparing apples to oranges right there man yeah yeah i mean jericho we see it the other thing too with jericho is like he's there you know like yeah. he's there week in week out you know like performing either in the ring or on the microphone he's giving us something Goldberg, I mean, Brock Lesnar's already part-time. Goldberg, man, this is going to be worse. I don't know that we're going to see Goldberg past what we just saw on SmackDown until WrestleMania. We probably get an appearance, you know, like a contract signing. You know, maybe he shows up just to say, you know, Roman Reigns, you're next. You know, like, that's it. I don't even know he's treating like he, I don't know, like, it's literally like like it's fake. He's treating like he doesn't care. Like he's not, not making it believable. I, I think that's the reason why I never, I, I didn't even like the build up to this. You know, uh, what was it? A couple of weeks in SmackDown. Uh, he was like, The Fiend, you're next. And I guess The Fiend showed up the following week. He was in the ring. Like, let me guess. He's behind me. Yep. And I'm like, oh my God, really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, like just no I, respect for this, right. this for the, at for all. the art, for the craft, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, dude, I'm done with this. I'm straight. Yeah, he cut off. He, I remember in the first interview, you know, uh, it was the Firefly Funhouse and Goldberg via satellite. And Bray, Bray Wyatt is trying to do, you know, trying to be in a character and, you know, say his spiel. And Goldberg just kind of cuts him off and is like, I don't care about any of that. All you need to know is that Super Showdown, I'm taking that title. <laughs> and that was it. Took off his mic, walked off the set. Yes, I was should have like, known then uh, that this was happening. Yep. <laughs> we should have known. I should, I should, yeah, I should have just seen the signs right there. Like, oh, yep. Hey, yep. it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen right there. It's telling. Man. It's done with the fiend. I just I, I I don't get it. Like, there's just, there's just so much wrong with this. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah, I, like, like. Now talking this out, I feel like it, it, it's it's just the reality is set, and this is where we're at. This is what it is like, and and it and it's it 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 just tastes bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I just it feels crappy. Um, and there's just so many levels to this. I mean, on the Bray Wyatt side, I feel like what was all that for? You know, like he put he poured his heart and soul into creating this new character. You know, all the months of you know, prepping and, and, and build up and, you know, the teases for the Firefly Funhouse and then creating the character, creating the lantern, the mask, you know, he posted on social media, you know, to the guy who helped him design it. Hey, you saved my career, you know, all this. And, you know, then you have him have that match against Finn Balor and everybody was like, right then he was the hottest thing in wrestling. Like for that matchup, when he made that entrance and when he had that match, he was the number one attraction in wrestling, period. To go from that to him taking four spears and a half-ass jackhammer and getting beat clean yeah. by 50-year-old Bill Goldberg, who, like you said, it just this whole thing seemed like it was built up poorly. Yeah. Like They didn't really pour that much effort into the storyline to build this up as a potential, like, hey, this could actually happen. It's like, wow, WWE, you really don't give a shit about Bray Wyatt. That's what it feels like just watching this. Here we go again. Yeah. The continuance. <laughs> this is, I mean. This isn't the first thing what happened to Bray Wyatt. He just kept on losing and losing and losing. Now, just like you said, to your point, you build him up to this fiend character. Now he, have, now he has like a split personality with the Mr. With the Mr. Rogers persona. Kind of mixed that in well. And now you build him up. Now you throw the title, which we both said was too much of a fast track. You know, Wait, slow it down. Yeah. yeah. I think it just would have been best. If he never would have had the title. It just makes it worse because he is, he has a title. He, you know, that means you're, you're the guy. And apparently you're not the guy. They got a older guy, you know, <laughs> named Bill Goldberg, who's going to main event WrestleMania. I can't oh. believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> Bill Goldberg is going to main event WrestleMania. That that is is reality. Like yeah. I, I feel like this that's this is where we're going. You got because the whole SmackDown part of this too. We'll get to in a second too because I, I I have feelings about that as well. Just the way that match is getting put together just feels like BS too. But yeah, just 
this this whole thing just to to <laughs> to to keep it with Bray and and Goldberg, like you know, I, I, I just. I want to understand or I want to believe that maybe there's something they're still going to work on and care about the Bray Wyatt, everything he's done and the, the, the character, the, the fiend. Um, and maybe this is a way to kind of like restart and reboot the right way. But I don't know. How with that? I don't know. I'm just hope. That, I guess I, that is the only hope I have for what they did, because it just seems that was, that was such a bad taste in my mouth, man. That's like when you saw. Walter get Claymore out of the Survivor Series by Drew McIntyre like in 2.5 seconds. You know, that left a bad taste in your mouth. That's what it left with me with The Fiend losing to a 50-year-old Goldberg who's not even in his prime anymore. Like you said, did a half-ass jackhammer with with four spears against a, a healthy Seth Rollins against 35 curb stunts. Magically had no effect. <laughs> so, oh, oh my God, the storyteller was horrible in this. Yeah, it made no sense. There's no logic there. No. I guess I'm, I'm I, what I'm trying to do now is with everything that that we've seen. Like we're we everybody I think is on the same page, you know. And and when, with podcasts that I've seen and and you know things I've seen on social media, like everyone's like you know WTF, you know, what I'm saying this is crazy. Now I'm trying to look at like, all right, where do we go from here? And and if anything, what positives could there be? You know, how could you salvage this? Now, one thing I will say about this for the Fiend character is it does make the Fiend character more, I hate to say more human or just more like, like I think there's a, there's a, char- there's a quality to or a, an aspect of this where the Fiend character being beaten kind of gets that out the way. And now anybody that goes up against the Fiend, you know there's a chance that, that they can sucks, win. That sucks, though. I want to think like that. I, I, That's I not know, the purpose of the Fiend character. I get it. But here's what I'll say is, think about the Undertaker character, right? The Undertaker character has that mystique. You look at the Undertaker and you say, damn, like, the Undertaker's scary, man. You see that entrance. It's like, oh, my God. But you always know that there's a chance that the Undertaker could lose if they're facing someone, one of those top guys, Rock, Austin, you know, like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, you know, like those people. Like there was there wasn't ever a feeling like, oh, those guys don't have a chance with the Fiend character because he was no selling and doing all this stuff like it kind of got boring, honestly, like watching the Fiend matches. That's why I said I feel like the character is dead because of the way they they booked him and we saw too much of him it was like a mixture of all those things kind of took me out of the fiend character even before this but i still care about bray wyatt i still think that you know i remember what i felt about the fiend character when he went against finn balor so i I, you know i I, there's a mix of like i don't like how they're doing this but i could still and i can still remember how cool it was so like how do you get how do you make this character cool now looking at at um again I'm using the example of the Undertaker because I feel like the Undertaker character this is this is where if you're gonna try to salvage this because Bray Wyatt he, he, I, I would hate to think that he's done you know and it kind of feels like that honestly yeah. but I'm just trying to salvage this for him and say hey how can we maybe take a positive from this so with this what you kind of do is you kind of give some vulnerability to the fiend to where his matches may actually feel a little bit more interesting now because there's the threat of him potentially losing, but then you still have to find a way to make him still intimidating, which I think he has because of the look. So overall, I feel like, you know, the fiend character against, I mean, we already know John Cena, right? Like that's happening. So a matchup like that before it's like, well, the Fiend character is going to win. It's just there's no there's no way around it, you know. And well, I'm just yeah. kind of bored of that matchup. But yeah. with now you have a situation where, well, actually, John Cena. Who knows? John Cena could potentially beat the Fiend. It feels like a couple of AAs now, as much as as crazy as it sounds, a couple of AAs could be enough to beat the Fiend. <laughs> and it sucks to say because of how they've built him up before. Well, just a couple of AAs. Just take a care couple of AAs <laughs> could beat the Fiend. <laughs> right? It sounds crazy. But but here, I think the positive of this, though, is yeah. that the Fiend character was too OP as it was. I'm not going to, I don't want to 
justify the way that they did this because I hated the fact that it was Goldberg that did this and the lack of storytelling that they, they used to get to this point. But for Bray Wyatt, for the sake of Bray Wyatt, what I think is good about this, the one thing that's good about this is adding some kind of vulnerability to the Fiend can make the Fiend character more interesting to where when he goes into a matchup against a John Cena, against a Randy Orton, well, against that, a top guy. I thought that, they, they was doing that for the story. Like, they was trying to mention that the Fiend had a weakness. Didn't, uh, what's that, that puppet name, uh, the Rambling Rabbit? Yeah. I think he was getting ready to mention to who he's facing at the time. Was It, it wasn't Seth. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yeah. You know, like, hey, he has a weakness, and then, you know, the Bray Wyatt persona just kind of put his put his hand over his mouth to shut him up real quick. So I thought we was going somewhere like, oh, he does have a weakness. Like, what this is? Like, we need to dive in further than to that. Right. I thought we. I thought maybe we can get some storytelling about that, and then makes sense the reason why you know setting up for the fiend to lose. Cool, but not in this you know four spears in a half ass jackhammer way. Yeah. I, and, I, and I'm with you, like 100%. I would have much preferred if we would have gotten something like we talked about it. Like, what if it's something about like maybe taking off his mask would then have yeah. him lose that invulnerability, right? In the middle of a match, you rip off the mask, you see Bray Wyatt, and he kind of goes back to, you know, the Mr. Rogers persona. And he's he's much more vulnerable in that persona. You know, we, we can actually believe that he would lose like when he went up against uh, the Miz. You know, you just you, you believe it. So I, I'm with you there. I feel like that that would have been a much better way, a thousand times better way to do it than what they're doing now. I guess the, the reality, though, is we're here. You know, it happened. So just for the for Bray Wyatt's career, for his sake, because honestly, I feel like it's done. It's over. Like the feeling that I had hearing and, and, and watching it eventually, too, after I had heard about what happened, I was like, he, he he's done. Like th- this is, is he it? done though? Because it's John Cena, the right guy to give him that push for WrestleMania. Can like to your point, can you say can he come back from this? Is John Cena right. the right guy? So I think John Cena can be the right guy. I think so because John Cena has that cachet, and if you you know if you have the match, the right type of matchup, and if Cena does the right kind of selling for for uh, the Fiend character, which I believe he will. Because he even talked about it. He's, you know, he the whole thing was weird with him saying he wasn't going to be at WrestleMania. But the one thing that was cool about it was he was talking about the future. Yeah. And I, I thought like what he was part. alluding to was he wants to give an opportunity to a future guy to face him. Not that he wouldn't mm. be at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's what I thought he was going to do. Is like I almost like an open challenge. And whoever answers the challenge will face him at WrestleMania. But he went about it like, oh, I'm not going to be at WrestleMania. And sure enough, The Fiend came out. So, you know, but I think Cena can be the right kind of guy because I think he legitimately does want to help put over the next superstar. He's been trying to do that now for a couple of years. He keeps saying, who's the next guy? And he tried to help Roman Reigns, you know, and that really hasn't worked, you know, and now it's The Fiend at this WrestleMania. So we'll see. But I guess when I say done, I'm talking about initially when the match ended and, and it, first when I when I heard about it mm-hmm. and then when I saw the match and I saw how it went down, I'm like, this feels like it's over. Like, I don't see how you can look at the Fiend character and Bray Wyatt the same way. Like, it's just. Oh, you can't. You, just, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't. You won't be so, able to. You cannot right. unforesee that. What, 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 what just happened? Never. It's and it sucks, but now it's like, all right. If I'm trying to to look into and say, if if I was tasked with, you know, trying to find a positive in this and trying to find a way for Bray Wyatt to move forward with this, what is a positive that maybe has come up come out of this without us really seeing it? And what I'm hoping for is that added vulnerability makes his matches more interesting because now there's the chance that he could lose. It could have went a different way. What you brought out with the with that puppet, uh, uh, the rabbit puppet, you know, saying he had a weakness would have been a much better way. You know, there could have been better storytelling around that. But they weren't they weren't concerned with the fiend in this. It was all about Goldberg. Never concerned about the continuity of the the story. Right. Just right. Never. 
Continuity be damned. You know, we just got to make money at WrestleMania. So you let's know, just get Goldberg and Roman Reigns to, this, to main yeah. event this thing. The right. style. Yeah. So that's that's just upsetting. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just I don't I don't know why they, they went about it this way. I really don't. I, I don't know what they were thinking and, and, and to make money. That like decision. you just said. But, <laughs> well, I know. But it's just it still just seems like you could have. Are you still shocked by this? I, you know, yes, I, I don't. I don't. I feel like I, even though, like, I, I just feel like I'm my my mind is still processing. Yeah, what that's what happened, it seems like. Yeah, you know. And on one hand, like if I just choose to accept it, you know, then it it is what it is, and I can see it. But then I go, then we'll start talking about it, and I'll just go back to I can't believe this happened. You know, it's still it, it's like aspect different aspects of it just boggle my mind. Um, and I just, I don't, I, I get the money is the motivator, but it's still crazy that they would think to do it this way. It's just, it's just, it's just insane. It's just insane. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah. And now, yeah. So on SmackDown, we got it announced basically in a roundabout way that, that Goldberg is going to be going against Roman Reigns, which that was ridiculous. Goldberg opened the show, had the belt. The crowd was booing him. Um, he comes out there and he says, it's not about who's last. It's about who's next. And then <laughs> Roman Reigns' music hits. And Roman Reigns is apparently the number one contender uh, in yep. his mind. And he goes up to Goldberg face-to-face and says, I'm next. Yes. Really? What? What? What happened to doing an Elimination Chamber matchup and having somebody earn that? spot no i thought that was the next pay-per-view i thought that was the road map to wrestlemania i thought that's how we were gonna get there but no man we're just on this fast track (laughs) wow just and if they because you know i think sheamus at one point i think had said because i i don't remember seeing this myself but someone was telling me this that sheamus had said he had put his name in the in the ringer for being in the elimination chamber and I, i again i don't remember seeing this so you know, I think at one point there may have been an elimination chamber match in the plans, and now plans have just been changed completely. You know, like I think Vince is just basically saying, you know, last minute, just let's let's do this, scrap all the plans that we had before, yeah. let's go a different way, and it's just crazy. It's just like why? And if they were to double back and try to rush putting together an elimination chamber match for Sunday, you know, like. It, it, it it's gonna feel stupid, like because we all know you're building Roman Reigns and Goldberg. So it, now it just feels like a waste of time, honestly. Duh. Like I, I I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't like, let's just get, get on with the story, I guess. With P.O. Goldberg and Roman Reigns, I I don't know, man. I, I'm a wait and see type of guy. Let's see what they can build. But it's it's all up to Bill Goldberg, I think, because he he has to. He has to make me believe that he wants to be there, not just like oh, I'm just here to collect the check here, you know. <laughs> hero to these little kids, ah, yeah. Who's next, ah? You know what I'm saying? Just put some effort into it. Oh, Roman Reigns out, you know. He needs this. <laughs> he really I'm sorry, does. Man. I don't but think this is not helping him. No, nope. this is not. Oh, it's man. really not. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Um. Gosh, and then the other side of this on SmackDown was, uh, like I said, John Cena talking about the future, you know, and then, um, you know, the lights went out when he, when he, it looked like he was saying, okay, I'm done. I'll, we don't know, you don't, I don't know the next time I'll be here, but, you know, I'll see you guys. Saluted the fans, lights went out, lights came well, back before up. before that, by the way, it was a passionate promo, you know, felt heartfelt, emotional, felt like he got choked up a bit. So I did enjoy the promo from uh, John Cena. Yeah, you know, it was it was a great promo. I mean, you know, Cena just has an energy about him that's just great. And I feel like as time has gone on, I've grown to appreciate John Cena more. Me too. Um, and the, the the crowd showed their appreciation and chanted for John Cena. I think John Cena really felt that. I felt like Cena, you know, he he's so used to hearing the "Let's go, Cena." Cena sucks. That when a crowd is actually pro Cena, it kind of catches him off guard. And he's just like, oh, wait, you know, you all like me. You really like me. Like one of those moments. I was one of the guys who enjoyed booing John Cena. You know? Oh, yeah. That was pure enjoyment. (laughs) I got out of that. Like, if if I'm going to Raw, I'm going to SmackDown, to Allstate, I'm going there to boo John Cena. I'm going to enjoy that. 
Yeah, for me in the beginning, it wasn't like that. You know, I was a Cena fan when he was Thugonomics John Cena. And then when he went to Raw, at first, when people started booing him, I actually was pissed that people just started booing him because I thought, I was like, what did he do to kind of deserve the the boos? And then I think it was the WrestleMania in Chicago where it got nuts. And I'm just like, oh my God, it was like F you seen the chance. Like they were just, the crowd just hated him. And, you know, I'm a fan of Triple H. So I was kind of like, oh man, I don't know. I'm really torn here because I kind of want Triple H to win this. I'd love to see him do it. Um, didn't happen. And then, yeah, Cena just the, the rep, the repetitiveness of his matches, you know, his moveset was basically, you know, he had the five moves of doom and, you know, I'm like, all right, I can't, I can't support this. <laughs> and so I just, I just flipped, you know, and CM Punk, man, when he went against them, it was over. Yeah. It was over. The summer like, of Punk. Yeah, so that that was that was my history there, but yeah, John Cena, I, you know, I'm kind of come full circle now because I, you know, seeing John Cena now, I get I get excited about it, I get happy to see him, and he brings an energy that's great. So, um, yeah, to your point, you know, he had a, had a really passionate um, uh, promo that he cut to to basically talk about you know how he wasn't going to be a WrestleMania, he wanted to give the spot to someone who would like WrestleMania spots are not shouldn't be given, they should be earned. Um, you know, which was a cool thing to say, although in a way <laughs> he was kind of full of it because he was going to be given a WrestleMania match. So that is kind of funny, but that's neither here nor there. The message is taken one way or another. Um, so yeah, he's on the ramp. He salutes the crowd. The lights go out. The lights come back up. The camera angle was pretty cool because you couldn't see who was behind him, but we knew we all know anyone watching. We know it's the fiend. Um, but it was just kind of cool the way they shot it. I just kind of like that. And they they kind of moved the camera to the side, revealing the fiend was behind him. Um, the fiend seems so much more like normal now. I don't know. It's, with this loss, I was just like, yeah. he just looks like a guy. Just nonchalant pointed to the sign. Come on, John Cena, help me out. That <laughs> pissed me off. That part pissed me off. I was getting there. Hey man, so, you said usually, it, it makes it make it look normalized now. It couldn't look more normalized than that. Oh my pointing god! Pointing to a WrestleMania sign. Every time the fiend shows up, he's always attacking somebody. Yeah. Every time, John Cena's there. Again, the camera pans. Like I said, he looked normal to me. You know, fresh off of the loss the day before. The Super Showdown was on Thursday. This show is on a Friday, so it's the next day. Um. And then, yeah, he kind of, they look at each other, and the fiend points to the WrestleMania sign. The fiend, why does the fiend give a shit about pointing to the WrestleMania sign? Like, it, it, it just seemed like some kid in cosplay of the fiend doing this. It didn't seem like the fiend was doing it, is what it felt like. You know, I'm like, is that actually the fiend or is that somebody else? Like, is that Bo Dallas in there? Like, what what am I watching? So that that pissed me off because that is against his character. That that is not what this the is fiend the new human centered fiend. So <laughs> this is like I said when I talk about him being more vulnerable and making <laughs> his match more interesting. This is not what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, he still needs to be a beast. He still needs to be just this monster that people are afraid of. Like the I fact that Goldberg beat him. Shouldn't make it that no one is afraid of him anymore. You know, The Undertaker is beatable, but people still respect that dude. I don't know that people respect The Fiend. People are going to start treating him like just some normal dude. Like, that shouldn't happen. I hope that's not what happens. But he felt like a normal guy, and he's pointing to the sign just like every other person points to the sign because they want to go to WrestleMania. So The Fiend... Wants to go to WrestleMania. John Cena. We'll, we'll see. We'll, you know, we'll see what John Cena can do. You know, I like the res- I liked his response uh, to the to the fiend when the lights went off because I know John Cena doesn't really watch the show anymore because he was he looked kind of surprised. But I was like, oh, what the, what the lights going off? This new part of the show now? Okay, cool. They all do that. <laughs> so he's going along with it. Yeah. Just, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I'll, I'll give him a pass for that. That was silly, but I give him a pass. What I won't give him a pass for was that that knot of the hat was just kind of goofy. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, boy, I hate everything about this right now. Fiend is pointing. John Cena's tipping his hat. Like, all right. And then the lights go out, and then the Fiend ran away, and you could see him kind of run away, you know, trying to <laughs> dip out of there. I was like, oh, God, this is not a good start to post-loss Fiend. Nah. 
Oh man! So even and, it, and now that you bring that up, that the fiend ran away, we didn't even talk about that. Like even what that what led up to Super Showdown when uh, they had that face to face with Bill Goldberg and he ran away. He tried he tried to attack and then lights went off. He ran away. Yeah, to 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 be honest with you, that SmackDown I didn't see. I saw highlights of it, but I didn't see that. I saw the spear because he gave him a spear, right? Yeah, he gave him a spear, and then yeah. the fiend apparently ran away. Lights went off, and then yeah. basically lights came back on. And guess what? Bill Goldberg. He just, Bill the Gober, signs he were started there. laughing. He's like, ha, 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 ha. yeah, yeah, I get it. Ha, ha, ha. You're afraid signs. of me. Yeah, I think I saw. I did see him backing away, and then the lights went off and came back on. I did see that part. I do remember that now. But yeah, I just that was a bad know. look. Like usually the WWE fifty fifty logic, I'm like, okay, Fiend going over since he had to make Bill Goldberg look strong. But back They're to back, Goldberg look strong for Romans. That's what this is. That's what it was all about, you know. But we and again, the signs were there, just weren't seeing them all. It's just, it's just looking back at it now. It's like, oh yeah, clearly. I mean, <laughs> Goldberg speared the fiend. Fiend was running away after the the matchup on SmackDown. Um, you know, Goldberg's not even letting yeah. Bray Wyatt finish his promo before he walks off the set during the Via Satellite interview. Like it, it was all there. And Super Showdown, you know, like they're in Saudi. Goldberg is is. Is what they paid to see. Like, man, the signs. A hurricane. There. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man, it's crazy. And then also, too, I don't like the fact that the Fiend character now, he, he just doesn't care about the Universal Championship. He doesn't care about Goldberg. He's just moving on to John Cena. Why didn't he show up? A little when- temper tantrum. Apparently, after he got pinned, he, like, he was just not affected by the jackhammer anymore, apparently. Right. He just what? got up. He was like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 I don't accept this loss. No. <laughs> and then just disappeared. Yeah, he disappeared. And now, yeah, he doesn't care about Goldberg anymore. He's moved on to John Cena. I just, the logic is lost. Hey, man. Ah, uh, this is the WWE we're getting. This is, this is it. This is the times we live in. Well, I don't even know what era you call this. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't. There's no uh, don't give a shit era. <laughs> the, the not building new stars era because you had a new star in in the fiend and then you squashed that. You know. And speaking of squash, I mean, we should talk about Probably what happened. The to Ricochet. legends era. Just oh, man, the legends era. <laughs> that's, that's making it too positive. I'm just, that, that's just, that's, <laughs> I'm just saying this is this is what it is. We live in the legends area. Oh man, Bill Goldberg, I, John Cena, Undertaker. Triple H, hey, you got legends that want to go over. Well, there's just, there's just, I mean, with this show, so, you know, speaking of what you're talking about here, you know, with the, the legends going over and the older guys going over, like, you know, I just wanted to touch on Ricochet and what happened with him because, you know, Brock Lesnar, we, we, I, I would say we both would have expected Brock Lesnar to win that matchup because clearly it's Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania, that is not going to change. But I would have thought they would have at least given Ricochet some some offense just to make him look like they did with uh, with uh, Daniel Bryan, like they did with AJ Styles. Styles. Yeah. Yeah. Just let him do something that way. And then they had that video package right before the matchup, you know, kind of building up, you know, Ricochet. Ricochet's like, why not me? Why not a guy like me? You know, and it, that that video package I think was maybe three and a half minutes long, four minutes long. It's longer than the match. You know, just just I, it it and knowing and again, I knew the result of this before I saw it, and I'm watching this promo like, oh my god, this is terrible. Like, they shouldn't have show. They, they, just don't show that video package. Don't do it. Just start the show with this match. Have Brock Lesnar do that. Yeah. It made Ricochet look very foolish. <laughs> As to me, it made him look very foolish to, to come with that, you know, with that promo and to get squashed like that. Because that's what it was. You did nothing. Like, you try to do, like, a quick... You try to get the jump on Brock, but he just threw you down real quickly. You just, like, get that shit out of here. All right, here we go. Just put you to the ground. Suplex, suplex. One F5. One, two, three. Here we go. 
<laughs> let's, let's get on the jet and get up get out of here. Come on, Paul. Let's go. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> I'm not spending more time here than I need to. Right. Like, what? <laughs> what? It was a bad look. It did nothing for Brock, and it was a horrible look for Ricochet. He got buried. And that was another one where after that matchup, I'm like, Ricochet's done. Where does he go from here? Like, I, I, he's just it, like, it, like wrestling me, purgatory. Here we come, man. Two five look at, live. Look, yeah, man. Look at Cedric Alexander now. What is he he's, doing? Cedric Alexander looks better right now. I'm sorry. That's sad to say. You know what I'm saying? Because at least he didn't have that happen to him. So just by default, because mm-hmm. he didn't get squashed like that. He's well, yeah. got a better chance than Ricochet does, you know, because Ricochet, we've, we've seen it. You That's know what I'm saying? That's a fair point. Like, bro, you just got destroyed. Destroyed. I would rather he not even have that matchup than to have that happen to him. You know, like we talk about Ricochet and, and your point taken, like I, I know what you say about him is the promo work, right? Like he needs to work on the promo work, you know, him doing the whole superhero thing, you know, it's kind of tough to really buy into that. And, you know, I'm a superhero fan. We're both superhero fans. Yeah. So it's kind of cool, like to have someone doing that, but you have to deliver it. I mean, look at John Cena and his promo, right? If Ricochet could do a promo like John Cena, I would buy into uh, the superhero thing. Yes. I'd be all in. Yes. You know, but his promo is just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm a superhero and, you know, people can fly and why not me? The problem is I know he believes, but he needs to make me that. He needs to make me to believe in him. There's no passion behind it. It just feels like he's just delivering lines. Bland. Yeah, like I memorized this thing to say and now I'm just going to say it, you know, and I'm nervous, but I'm just going to say it. Say it. Hey, anybody can be a superhero. (laughs) <laughs> like ricochet do you want to be a superhero are you sure are you sure you really want to be a superhero well, yes like, anyone can sounds like there's some doubt in your voice man like no on, man. Say it with no your chest. <laughs> <laughs> if i try my best anyone can do it <laughs> oh man no come on <laughs> come on and his in-ring is phenomenal like it he's is one of the best wrestlers yes. on the planet he has a great arsenal of moves yes in in any WWE 2K video game, I want to play as Ricochet because it'll be so, it's so fun. It's so fun to use him as a character. But man, to see him and and after this, it's like just it's it's it, he's gonna need a lot of rebuilding. You know, like the whole Seth Rollins rebuild uh, whatever the, the whole slogan he had after he had injured himself and came back. Oh yeah, back. rebuild, redesign, reconquer. I think that's Ricochet. Like square one, like he needs back to, to just the basics. back to basics, start over or go to NXT. Like I don't legit. know if he needs. I don't, um. Uh yeah, I would. I would take Ricochet in NXT. Absolutely, take, you will take him back. Yes, a thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you know he'll he'll get lost in in Raw SmackDown. Yeah. Because what what is there? Okay, so right now that you could, could say. U.S. Championship against Andrade, all right, but I don't know. I just feel like, like with Finn, it's been so re-energizing. Like this Finn Balor is a monster. Yes, he's a beast. He's just he's crazy. a man on a mission right now. <laughs> right, but if you really look at it, he was baby maybe a couple notches ahead of where Ricochet is at right now yeah. as Blue Balor and Red Balor and all that. What did Johnny say? Like, he used to get beaten by <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Lashley every, yeah. every Friday. Yep. That Everybody was, was like, damn! Facts! <laughs> Reality! I'm that sorry. really pissed off Finn. Like, yes. the mood change in his, in his face, I was like, oh, shit. I don't think Johnny should have said that. I'm saying, man, I think taking it back to Ricochet... That would be great for him because he loved being in NXT and that NXT crowd loved him. And I just feel like he works there. It just makes sense there. And now they're live and it just I I, I think if the WWE isn't going to going to start really loving Ricochet and wanting to push Ricochet and giving him, you know, a, a legit. Now, here's what I'll say, though, because I do think that they gave Ricochet a nice push against AJ Styles. So I will give him credit there. 
But I feel like since the AJ Styles feud, it's really been nothing. And then out of Definitely nowhere. cooled off. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since the AJ Styles is, yeah, he's just been floating around out there. He's been there. Yep. You know, so um, I just, I feel like if they're not going to give him something substantial, you know, in terms of a feud, in terms of a really good storyline, then they need to just let him go back to NXT, period. You know? Yeah. It's a third brand now. It is. So it's it's not developmental. There now. Yeah, it's legit. It's legit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would be all for it, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, um, gosh. The Undertaker thing, you know, we should talk about that, too. So him winning a match that he wasn't advertised to be in and then <laughs> squashing AJ Styles the way he did. How'd you feel about that? Because AJ, that that him and I laughed. Know, and I I laughed the entire time. I you thought laughed? Okay. I, I laughed the entire time. I thought it was funny. You know, I was caught off guard by all oh, like, oh, maybe the Undertaker's there or not. And then he showed up. You no, know, I'm always loving the entrance, but after that, I was just laughing. You know, the Saudi crowd going, you, wow. Saudi That's crowd going going nuts. Undertaker squash AJ Styles, then he stands proudly by his trophy. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" I just thought, "What the Undertaker came back for for dude. that tournament because he cared about it so much." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. First of all, the tournament itself was BS. It was. I, it was BS. How are you going to have Truth go out there and beat Bobby Lashley the way he did? Bobby La- So, okay. <laughs> he just fell match, on him. <laughs> if you take it seriously, if you take it as canon, he just made a lot of people look foolish. Like, this this one gauntlet matchup made a bunch of people, either buried or made a bunch of people look foolish. Was this Bobby the Lashley, poor, poor man's Kofi Kingston gauntlet run right here? Basically, is what they were doing. They were almost making fun of what Kofi Kingston did. Yeah, is the way I took it. Like it, it kind of, it really pissed me off because we're looking at Truth and okay, he's going, you know, he's running the gauntlet. He has he <laughs> makes Bobby Lashley trip over him. Bobby trips and he rolls up Bobby Lashley like this was a twenty four seven championship matchup and pins Bobby Lashley. What? Then Andrade does that elbow that he always does to everybody. But he clangs heads with R-Truth, falls over, he's knocked out. R-Truth falls on top of him and pins him, the United States champion. So now Andrade looks like a goof because he just, doing his own regular move, he knocked heads with R-Truth. Really? AJ Styles comes out, he's dancing in the middle of the ring, fine, whatever, making fun of Truth. At least he beat him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was good. I was glad AJ Styles actually beat our truth I would have been really pissed if Truth would have beat AJ Styles as well. I'm like, really? Come on, man. So there was that. But I just feel like Bobby and Andrade just made got made to look like idiots. And then, you know, AJ Styles gets Undertaker and one choke slam just beats AJ Styles. And now you're trying to build up AJ Undertaker for WrestleMania? Come on, man. We already saw him lose to one choke slam. What? So now I'm supposed to believe they're going to have this great matchup at WrestleMania? Takes one choke slam. He's gonna... <laughs> didn't even take his hat off. By the way, it, didn't take his hat off. He didn't take nothing off, man. He didn't take nothing off. It was not a wrestling match. It looked like Undertaker was not moving well. Because the way he was just taking no. a couple of steps, I'm like, oh, man. Sorry. I really don't want to see this wrestle for WrestleMania now. If the Undertaker was moving a little bit, you know, brisk in his pace, I would have been like, okay, you know, AJ Styles could work with that. But this, I'm like, God damn it, man. Yeah. That not that, like that this. No, no. I, I honestly I'm ready for Undertaker to be retired. I I really am. Hey, when does it like, stop, man? Dude, come on. Like at this point, Just we've seen Undertaker. Yeah, we've seen great matches with Undertaker. He's given us so much. And I have the out, utmost respect for The Undertaker and his career and everything he's done. But this version of The Undertaker is it's not is doing a disservice to what he was. So he doesn't have to do this anymore. If he just wants to show up and, you know, like help put somebody over by like doing what he did for John Cena back in the day and shaking somebody's hand and saying, what's your name, kid? 
you know, and like, you know, boosting somebody up, cool. But to have a match, not even really a match, but to just choke slam someone and win this meaningless tournament and beating AJ Styles, who's one of the current top wrestlers, top guys overall in the company, what are we doing? It looks silly just Undertaker standing by that Krypton looking trophy. <laughs> Does it not look like it? Yeah, okay, I mean that, yeah. You said it, I, yeah, I, I can see it. That's Krypton, Krypton trophy, oh my God. Like, like what space age looking trophy is this, man? It's supposed to represent the mountain. I'm like, what? No. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like the Fortress of Solitude right there. <laughs> oh, man. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man. I just, you know, this this whole show, this is one of the worst pay-per-views I've seen in a long time. You know, I just feel like this. there was a lot of things that happened where we were talking about stars, you know, a little bit earlier and building stars. And like, this was the exact opposite. They went into the, the way back machine, mm-hmm. pulled out the undertaker, you know, and he's winning a tournament. You have Goldberg, you have Bill Goldberg beating the guy who you were building as a new star. Um, you know, Brock Lesnar just squashes Ricochet, who could have been a star if you built him the right way. And if he works on his promo work, like, what are we doing? You know, it just felt, like we're 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 this pay per view sets them back, you know, versus taking them into the future. Now, the one positive here, again, I'll say the the women's championship match, Bailey and Naomi. The fact that they are, you know, helping to open the door for you know women to compete and to wrestle, you know, in Saudi and just like I, I feel like there's there's a great public relations story and great story around just like empowerment of women, you know, with that whole matchup. So I don't want that to get lost in this whole thing. Like I do applaud WWE for continuing to try to push that. And, you know, I just think it's a, it's a great thing to see that happening and to see young girls being able to be inspired by like the Bailey's and Naomi's and the Talia's and, you know, all the women of WWE that continue to show up. So that's cool. Like yeah, I, yeah. I'm in support of that. Definitely salute um, that. Yeah, so there, there's good for sure. Um, with 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 the other things going on story wise, canon wise for you know some of these 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 storylines we have, and then some of the superstars that you were trying to build up, some of the young guys like you 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 just undo a lot of the work you were doing to get them up there, and it just it just sucks to see that happen. So yeah, man, I thought maybe just, we was getting away from this a little bit, but apparently not. Nope. Yeah, full fledged. Just do whatever. Damn WWE universe. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. So yeah, man. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't feel like we need to go into detail oh, with everything else. That was like, Super it, Showdown in a nutshell. Was, yep, those are the 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 highs and lows of Super Showdown right there. Um, any were final there highs? Yeah. Wait, what? I'm like, what were the highs? Well, like I said, with the with the women's championship match, well, yeah, know, just like okay. just continue well, to to do that for for women's. I guess the lows there, just like, overshadowed the you know these type of highs. Unfortunately, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of lows. Like as a as a hardcore wrestling fan, you know, you're looking at just again like like storylines and like some of the up and coming superstars and what's the future look like for WWE. Like this was disheartening. You know, it really sucked to see you know what they were doing. You know, a month with, from WrestleMania, I think that was the most disheartening. I'm like, man, come on. Like, we're a month away. And what type of silly shit is this? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah, man. I mean, Elimination Chamber, we got that coming up. So, just. Uh, yeah, we got that coming up real that, quick. Oh, boy. Is, that's, is that this Sunday? I think it's this Sunday. That can't be. I think it's this Sunday. <sighs> I think it's a Sunday. I yep. gotta confirm this right now. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> gonna confirm this right now. Our, I, our the way that they were talking about it on SmackDown, I think they said a week from this Sunday. You know, so yeah, I'm pretty sure Elimination Chamber. Yep, March eighth. Oh my God, that is March yes. 8th. They yep. came up right away. Yep, they have two shows to be able to build this up. Wow, they have a Raw and a SmackDown, that and is, then we're oh there. My goodness. Hmm. Well. Mm-hmm predictions coming soon yeah right (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. All right. Well, let, let's cap Super Showdown at that. Yep. Unless you had any final thoughts, so we just call it a show. No, nah, man. It was it, it was what it was, you know? Like, like, we got it all out. We got our system happening. All right. Now we're going to talk about something better. <laughs> yeah. we, we uh, In our next couple of episodes, we're going to have posted up. Uh, we're going to be talking about NXT, and we're going to be talking about AEW Revolution. Woo. Ooh, man, wow, that Chicago That's... crowd represent. I gotta give my hats off. Definitely represent. Yes, yes, it's, it's gonna be fun to talk about those. But that is gonna do it for the super showdown. Want, want, want pay per view. Um, <laughs> it is, was what it was. I had to, I had to do it. I had to do it. I just, I was feeling that right there. Oh man. Well, for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.